2: This is The Way of Energy, with your host, Ken Lee. Ken is here to help you discover the truth through an integration of the science, religious, and spiritual technologies. Through these technologies, Ken will empower and inspire you to perform at your peak. So now, please welcome the host of The Way of Energy,
3: Ken Lee. Hi, I'm Ken Lee, and this is The Way of Energy. How Emotional Energy Guides the Way We Live Our Lives. You are listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, spanning the globe with over 50 million listeners on the World Wide Web. I welcome listeners to call in and offer their opinions and observations too. Who knows, you might learn something about yourself. If you'd like to call in, please call 866-451-1451. Grab a pen. Here's the number again. It's 866 866- Four five one one four five one. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for being here. I'd like to start off by thanking my family and friends for inspiring me to talk about this subject. We're going to talk about for the next couple of weeks. Thanks, everyone. Now, the topic we're going to be discussing for the next two weeks is what is the energy level of liberals and conservatives. Now, this was a really interesting study for me because I had to take a look at the groups as individual entities by themselves. Usually when we talk about emotional levels, we are referring to an individual like you and me. But here, I had to look at the group as an individual entity and formulate an average resonating frequency for that group. It was really cool. So let's talk about that for a moment. Now, Bruce D. Snyder, the founder of IPEC, the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, and author of the book Energy Leadership, developed an assessment tool that accurately assesses a person's energy level. He called it the Energy Leadership Index Assessment, or ELI for short. Now, it is taken online as part of the coaching process. Your coach would debrief you and... In the assessment, there would be information that would form the basis of your coaching plan. It identifies areas of your life that could be holding you back and offers a look into the behaviors associated with your energy level. And also, Scientology has a similar assessment that calculates a person's emotional tone level, and they use the Oxford Capacity Analysis. Now, it shows distinct personality traits and offers a free consultation with an auditor to give you a detailed evaluation of your personality. It is designed to give you a better understanding of your personality strengths and perceived weaknesses and establish a recommended path for your fast and lasting success. Now, I've taken both of these, and I found the conclusions were really closely aligned. If you want more information about these assessments, you can find them on the internet very easily. Now, analyzing a group... Using participants or actually having the group in front of me uh, to take the assessment uh, met with some interesting challenges because I didn't have that group available. So I took the references I had and selected some liberals and conservatives in the media and conducted a crude but effective analysis. Now, this cannot be taken as a final conclusion as to their resonating level, but it is something we can use to open up the discussion and learn how to assess energy levels without the use of a written assessment. Of course, to accurately assess someone, I would need to look into many areas of their lives that are not usually presented in the media. And also, remember, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I have no degrees in mental health. I'm an observer of human behavior. Uh, Jafo is what I like to say. I'm, I'm referencing proven technologies against my personal observations. And this is just information, and you can decide what's true for you. Now, I found a really nice guide for my analysis on the Internet. If you'd like to follow along, you can Google liberals versus conservatives, and it will bring you right to it. It's put out by studentnewsdaily.com. And in there, they have 21 issues that they point out in this guide, and I'm going to use some of them that I thought would be helpful. So this week, we're going to look at conservatives first and define what it means. Now, the Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary states conservative Conservative is tending to or disposed to maintaining existing views, conditions, or institutions marked by moderation or caution and relating to traditional norms of taste, elegance, style, or manners. As a noun, it is one who adheres to traditional methods or views, a cautious or discreet person. As an adjective, um, it is one who is believing in the value of established and traditional practices in politics and society. Now, let's define conservatism. Now, it is a political philosophy based on tradition and social stability. Stressing established institu- institutions and preferring gradual development instead of abrupt change, specifically conservatism calls for lower taxes, limited government regulation of businesses and investing, and strong national defense, and individual responsibility for personal needs such as retirement income and healthcare coverage. So this group would be more likely to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States and would be reluctant to change it because they want to maintain existing views, conditions, and institutions. Now, conservatives generally believe in personal responsibility, definitely limited government, free markets, individual liberty, traditional American values, and a strong national defense. They also believe the role of government should be to provide people the freedom necessary to pursue their goals. They generally emphasize empowerment of the individual to solve problems. And this is often referred to as the American spirit. So to recap, conservatives like things to be normal, average and ordinary. Being reluctant to change, having something come at them quickly (laughs) instantly puts them on defensive. But if, uh, if something would approach them gradually, they would be more likely to accept it as the norm. Take renewable energy, for example. Creating conditions that put oil and coal companies out of business and, the electricity and causing electricity prices to skyrocket so that solar and wind power would have an advantage is causing an abrupt change. This is something conservatives would rally against. But if there would be a logical gradual transition from oil to wind and solar, like allowing solar panels on personal property to generate more power than is used, then the excess uh, energy supply would be given as a credit or cash from the power companies uh, for producing that excess power. If that were possible, more people would be inclined to put solar or wind on their homes. But right now, that idea is illegal. But you can see how the idea would make it worth their while to make the transition. Solar panels are expensive. And if you could recoup some of your money, uh, it would make it more likely to put it on right now. So I I'll, I had an incident with uh, with Solar City when they were looking at my house to put on solar panels. And they uh, they said they had a great deal for me. I could pay them $150 a month and I would uh, – uh, My house would be used to generate solar power for them and the power company, but I wouldn't be recouping anything from that. I would actually have to pay them $115 a month. And I was like, what? No, I don't want to do that. I want to be able to (laughs) – I want to be able for my energy bill to be – zero, nothing, nada. That's what I wanted. I want to put solar panels on my house. So eventually at some point in time, I wouldn't have to pay utility bills at all. So I was was like, um, no, I'm not going to do that deal because I'm not going to rent my house out to you for you to for me to pay you to use my house Anyway <laughs> So um, right now we're going to take a break And when we get back We will continue our discussion About how conservatives feel About immigration, religion And same-sex marriages I'm Ken Lee And you are listening to The Way of Energy On BBM Global Network And TuneIn Radio And we'll be right back
0: Animal lover, author, artist And public speaker Patricia daly Life is a renaissance woman In her own right A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daily Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Hello,
1: I'm Steve Fagan and I'm President and CEO of Fagan Associates, but I'm also a life coach. I'm here to help you reach your dreams, goals, and objectives. As a life coach, it's my job to be your support, to be your teammate to help you understand what is your dream, what is your life passion. And then together, we work as that team to help you reach your specific goals. Life is worth living the best you can be. Working with a life coach, you fulfilling those dreams and goals is your passion and it's your way of living. Let me help you do that today. Let me help you really reach the best that you can be as a person and live the life you should be living. I'm Steve Fagan, I'm a life coach, and I'm here for you.
0: Contact Steve Fagan at FaganAndAssociatesInc.com or call 1-800-239-2701.
1: And I'll be glad to help you move forward to live the life of success. Reach your dreams, your goals, your objectives. We can do it together. Thank
3: you. Well, welcome back to The Way of Energy, how emotional energy guides the way we live our lives. I'm your host, Ken Lee, and you are listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. If you'd like to be a part of the discussion, you can call in using 866-451-1451. Please grab a pen. Here's the number again. It's 866-451-1451. Now, before we went on our break, we were talking about the definition of conservatives and took a look into their values. We learned that they like things to be normal, easygoing, non-disruptive. Now, although they are for progress, they don't like it happening too fast. They like things to take their normal course of action. Now, let's take a look at some political issues that'll give you some idea into their worldview. So I selected some from the from the list uh, earlier, and... Uh, we're going to talk about them now. So we'll start with abortion. Now, conservatives feel um, life, that human life begins at conception. Uh, and abortion is murder of a human being. An unborn baby is a living being and has separate rights from their mother. They oppose taxpayer-funded abortion. And politically, they support legislation to prohibit partial birth abortion partial birth abortions. Now, although abortion is legal, killing an unborn without the mother's permission is homicide. And currently, at least 38 states have fetal homicide laws. Now, on affirmative action, they believe individuals should be admitted to schools and hired for jobs based on their ability They believe it's unfair to use race as a factor in the selection process. Reverse discrimination is not a solution for racism. It is racism. Some individuals in society are racist of every color, but American society as a whole is not. And they feel preferential treatment of certain races through affirmative action is wrong. Now, I uh, was listening to uh, a quote by Martin Luther King, and he so eloquently and powerfully stated this in 1963, and partially, I'm not going to say the whole thing here, but (laughs) he said, I still have a dream, and it's a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed, And that is, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. He went on later to say that, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they are judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Now, to me, this doesn't sound like it's a call for affirmative action. And I don't know. Uh, If you like to comment on that, please give me a call. Um, now, their idea about the death penalty is they believe that the death penalty is a punishment that fits the crime. It's neither cruel nor unusual. They believe executing a murderer is appropriate punishment for taking an innocent life. On the economy, they believe in free markets uh, that com- in competitive capitalism and private enterprise. They believe that it affords the widest opportunity and the highest standard of living for all. Uh, free markets produced more economic growth, more jobs, and higher standards of living for uh, than those that are in s- systems that are burdened by excess government regulations. Now, this this view allows you to vote with your wallet. If something is too expensive, you can sp- pick something less expensive. If you have an idea about a product of value, you should be able to market it and sell it, even if it's a rock that you have to teach to roll over and play dead. On education, uh, they they like school vouchers because it creates competition and therefore encourage schools to improve their performance. Vouchers will give all parents the right to choose schools for their children, not just those who can afford private schools. Vouchers are like a transfer of their school tax money to a non-public school. These schools are in high demand because of the quality of education and opportunities they provide. If public schools want to compete with voucher schools, then they must change their policies and provide better education for their students. In the environment, now conservatives want clean water, clean air, and clean planet just like everybody else does. However, extreme environment policies destroy jobs and damage the economy. Changes in global temperatures are natural over long periods of time. Core samples of the ice caps cover thousands of years and have proven that global temperatures have cycles of warming and cooling. It's normal. It is, the, it, it is in direct correlation with the Earth's orbit around the sun, its axis, and its wobble. Science has has failed to prove that humans have a permanent effect on the Earth's temperature current energy systems will fade away in time and the earth is a natural biosphere it does not allow anything to happen on it that can overwhelm its balanced system besides everything that is here has always been here oil is in the planet it didn't destroy it there energy always changes form and then it returns to its original state making decisions and to form uh, on on a position of fear or making decisions based on fear is always, and it ends up in a disaster. So I recommend that you watch Cycles of Time, a video by Greg Braden on the Gaia website. It shows peer-reviewed scientific facts, not computer-generated models about climate change. And consider this. Cycles of weather weather has been and can be seen throughout the planet. The deserts of Arizona were once covered with water. The Sahara Desert was once an ocean. And these cycles are normal and necessary for the Earth to maintain balance. As resources are used up in an area, others are discovered in another. As technology evolves, so does the need for additional resources. Now, here's one of my favorite things to talk about. Guns. Yeah, the Second Amendment, it gives the individual the right to keep and bear arms, and it shall not be infringed. Individuals have the right to defend themselves. There are there are too many gun control laws anyway, and additional laws will not lower gun crime rates. What is needed is enforcement of current laws. Gun control laws do not prevent criminals from obtaining, obtaining guns. More guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens means less crime. It has been proven time and time again in cities like Chicago that gun control laws do not stop criminals from getting guns. Simple logic would tell you that only criminals use guns in crimes. Law-abiding citizens never do. So you have you have the right to defend yourself against criminals. Now, Florida uh, pro- has proven that guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens means less crime and quicker responses to stop violent crimes. So and it is a right just as powerful as your right to free speech. So and it should not be infringed by the government in any way. Now right now we're gonna take a break, and when we get back, we will continue our discussion about how conservatives feel about immigration, religion, and same sex marriages. I'm Ken Lee and you are listening to The Way of Energy on BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio. We'll be right back.
0: Patricia Fayeweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters in forming a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline, and she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes, and she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fairweather Harlow and to purchase her books, Visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love.
4: Hi, my name is Myra Fox, and I am a survivor. I am the founder of the Castle Lewis I Survived Foundation and the author of a series of books entitled I Survived a Murder Untold, which tells a story of my sister and I who were abandoned and left in the care of a woman who beat us repeatedly. Unfortunately, it resulted in the death of my sister, Castle Lewis, which is revealed in a page to page chilling story. After spending time in the foster care system, I've documented my suffering and my loss and ultimately my survival. I'm blessed to work daily in my community and surrounding areas to give back by helping others and feeding the homeless. I want to spread awareness of the dangers of abuse. You can purchase my books and contribute to the Castle Lewis I Survive Foundation by visiting www.castlelewis.com or you can call us at 540-999-8401. Thank you.
3: welcome back to the way of energy how energy guides the way we live our lives i'm your host ken lee and you are listening on bbm global network and tune in radio if you'd like to be a part of the discussion you can call in using 866-451-1451 grab a pen here's the number again it's 866-451-1451 now, what when we went on break we were talking about some of the political issues that are important to conservatives so we're going to continue that discussion here on on healthcare they support competitive free market healthcare systems all Americans have access to healthcare the debate is about who should pay for it now health services is a service that is provided by people who want to get paid to provide that service just like a lawyer and an advertising agent. Free and low-cost government-run programs or socialized medicine results in higher costs for everyone receiving the same poor quality of health care. Now, healthcare should remain privatized, allowing people to vote with their wallet. If one doctor is too expensive, I can find a cheaper one. The problem of uninsured individuals should be addressed and solved within the free market healthcare care system and charitable organizations like the Shriners and St. Jude's. And the government should not control health care. When this happens, the government can use its authority to regulate everything in your life under the guise that it is for your protection and they want to reduce medical costs. They uh, Conservatives uh, support health care spending accounts, and I believe a better solution would be to establish minimal care units operated by Army Reserve soldiers and medical interns. Therefore, anyone not able to afford health insurance can be taken care of by professionals at little or no cost to the patient, and the soldiers can keep up their skills, and the interns are afforded training opportunities. Also, alternative care and natural medicine should be encouraged and available by health insurance companies. Right now, it's not. So their views on immigration is they support legal immigration only and do not support illegal immigration to continue unchecked. And they oppose amnesty. The government should enforce current immigration laws. Those who break the laws by entering the U.S. illegally should not have the same rights as those who obey the law by entering legally. And they believe that only citizens of the United States should have access to government support systems. And the borders should be secured before addressing the problem of illegal immigrants um, currently in the country. In other words, they want to stop the bleeding before you start chest compressions. Otherwise, the organism will die because of lack of viable resources. Now, this seems ironic to me that people illegally crossing the border um, have to be corrupt and break the law in order to escape their country's corruption and injustice. It's kind of weird to me. I don't know. I'm just saying. But uh, remember uh, the po- the political class and and think about this. I remember hearing on the news that the political class were saying that illegal immigrants are doing jobs that Americans don't want to do, and they are cheap labor. Now, what does that tell you about the people who say such things? does it Does it not ring true of thoughts of times past before the Civil War, where people were brought across the border to work in fields for little or no pay? I'm, I'm just asking the question here but because I don't understand how that could be a justification to bring illegals across the border. Anyway, uh, on religion, uh, please note that the phrase separation of church and state is not in the Constitution. The First Amendment of the Constitution states Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. This prevents the government from establishing a national church. However, it does not prevent God from being acknowledged in schools or government buildings. Government should not interfere with religion and religious freedom as long as the practice does not interfere with uh, with other person's rights. Now, this does not mean not being offensive to others. To not be offended is not a constitutional right. To not be beaten or killed, that is a constitutional right. So uh, as far as for same-sex marriages, um, conservatives define marriage as being between one man and one woman. They believe that requiring citizens to sanction same-sex marriages, uh, relationships, violates moral and religious beliefs of millions of Christians, Jews, Muslims, and others who believe that marriage is the union of a man and a woman. Conservatives would not want the government to require everyone to accept this means by law, as it would infringe on their right of uh, and their religious beliefs. Now let's take note here that conservatives do not care about same-sex couples being together. It is the government interfering in the religious traditions that it opposes. Marriage was originally a uh, religious activity and tradition of the church. The church relinquished its right when it failed to allow for the separation of property during the dissolution of marriage and held that divorce was not available or acceptable. Now during time uh, due to the abuses and desolate conditions of divorce, of divorced women, the state got involved to protect women and children from poverty after divorce. Now, if the church had not relinquished their right under the Constitution and requested state involvement, and if they resolved the problem, taking into account the optimum solution, selected churches would have would have its marriages as defined between a man and a woman. And same-sex couples could be married in a church of their choice who accepted same-sex couples. And polygamy would be recognized for both sexes as churches would establish in their bylaws. Now, the government would would and should have abided by the constitution and shall make no law respecting an establishment of a re- religion and prohibiting the free exercise thereof. This is what happens when pr- people don't exercise their rights responsibly. Now for social security. Now the social security uh, system is in financial trouble and it and it's going to require some major changes to get it fixed. So in its current state the social security System is not financially sustainable and it will collapse if nothing is done uh, to address the problems and many will suffer as a result Social security must be made more efficient through privatization and allowing or allowing others individuals to maintain their own savings Now I want to take a special note here and remind everybody that social security money is your money It is not the government it is it is not theirs to have and to hold until death do you part. It is taken out of your check for you. But since the government controls it, you have no say in how it's used. The government is misusing your Social Security money is is what I'm trying to get here. And conservatives want to want to fix that. So right now we're going to take another break. And when we get back, we're going to continue our discussion about conservatives and about how they feel about taxes and welfare. I'm Ken Lee, and you are listening to The Way of Energy on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We'll be right back.
0: Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted, and every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual. no, there is hope, there is help, there is healing. Author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed, hopeful, happy. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified Elite Life Coach, a Washington State Certified Counselor, and Chemical Dependency Professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing. And through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life.
3: Thank you. Welcome back to The Way of Energy How Emotional Energy Guides the Way We Live Our Lives. I'm your host, Ken Lee, and you are listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. If you would like to be part of the discussion, you can call in using 866-451-1451. Please grab a pen. The number again is 866-451-1451. Now, before we went on break, we were talking about some of the political issues that are important to conservatives, and we have about three issues left. So here we go. For private property, conservatives believe that um, private ownership is a person's uh, right. They don't believe that eminent domain, which is the seizure of private property by the government, uh, is they believe that it's wrong and eminent domain should not be used for private development. For taxes, they support lower taxes and a smaller government. Lower taxes create more more incentives for people to work, save, invest, and engage in entrepreneur endeavors. Money is best spent by those who earn it. Fair, uh, like a fair tax would be like a, a flat tax. For example, 10% across the board. That way, everyone contributes what they can. A person making $10,000 a year would make, would pay a thousand a year in taxes, right? My math is right. And a person making a million dollars a year would pay $100,000 a year. Well, that's fair, right? A person making $10,000 a year can't afford to pay $100,000 a year, but the person making a million dollars can. Seems easy enough to me. All right, problem solved, next. Now, <laughs> which leads me to our next subject, uh, welfare. Now conservatives are for short uh, short-term welfare but oppose long-term welfare. They said we need to provide opportunities to make it possible for the poor and low-income workers to become self-reliant. It is far more compassionate and effective to encourage a person to become self-reliant rather than keeping them dependent on government pr- provisions. Now remember the old saying idle hands are the devil's workplace. Now, could could that be why crime is so high in poverty-stricken areas? I, I don't know. I'm just asking the question here. But, um, but also, let's not forget the otherwise saying, give a man a fish and you will have to feed him for the rest of your life. Teach a man how to fish and he will feed himself and his family for the rest of his. Consider that for a moment. Swirl that around in your noodle. All right. Now that that gives us enough information for our analysis. So first, let's take some key words from each category and apply an energy level to each one of the energy levels described uh, in uh, Bruce D. Snyder's uh, Energy Leadership Development System. Now I'm going to go really fast here, um, but uh, you can look up that uh, the energy levels and follow along if you like. All right, abortion it demonstrates concerns for all life forms and supports. Uh, constructive and opposes destructive policies so this is energy level four compassion for affirmative action um, supports equal equality and opposes preferential treatment of uh, other races Uh, this is energy level three responsibility the death penalty uh, supports equal justice under the law eye for an eye life for life level Uh, this is level three responsibility uh, the economy, free market supports an honest day's wage for an honest day's work, opposes excess regulation, and, and that suppresses opportunities. And this is level four – or level three, sorry, uh, uh, cooperation. Um, education uh, supports access to better schools if possible. Uh, using The use of voucher redirects tax dollars to better use. And this is level six. Everyone wins. For the environment, they want clean land, clean water, and climate change is not caused by humans. The, the climate changes and earth scientists have proven this. Now, and this is level three, cooperation. Guns, now it is a right and should not be infringed. This is level three, responsibility. Um, let's see, healthcare, supportive uh, competition in free markets and individual choices. This is level six, everyone wins. Uh, Immigration. uh, Immigrants must follow the law. Safety first. Stop the free flow across the border. This is level three. Responsibility. And religion. uh, Right to express and heritage must be remembered. This is level five. Acceptance. And same-sex marriages. Supports religious belief. Opposes government sanctions to uh, support um, this, uh, this belief against their beliefs. Uh, this is level three, responsibility. For Social Security, they recognize the trouble and uh, and want to fix it for future generations and allow for individual choice. And this is level three, cooperation. Uh, private property, individual ownership is level five. It's a focus on us um taxation, money is property and should be able and we should be able to keep as much of it as possible. Smaller government would reduce government's need to take more. <laughs> this is three responsibility. And for welfare, financial support uh, supports more self-reliance. This is level three responsibility. So let's add them up and as we take a look, we have 10 level threes, one level four, two level fives and two level six. So, Okay, so we'll. Uh, so it looks like the majority of their responses are level three, and this level is the first level of anabolic energy, which is creative. At this level, people take responsibility for their thoughts, emotions, and actions, and know that what they think and feel is up to them and not others. They focus. The focus of level three energy is on winning. The difference between Uh, this and level two is that the intention of those operating at level three perspective is to have the other person win as well, but only after securing a win for themselves. In other words, the intention is to, I win and hopefully you win too, but either way, I win first. Now, level three leaders are masters at rationalization. They will motivate themselves and others by finding ways to cope Release, forgive, and explain away resentment, stress, disappointments, and other burdens in order to encourage cooperation and productivity. So at level three, um, they still blame others but rationalize other people's behavior to forgive them, thereby releasing catabolic energy. So Right now, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to continue my analysis breakdown of conservatives. I'm Ken Lee, and you are listening to The Way of Energy on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We'll be right back.
0: My Dreams, My Challenges and Joys is an inspiring book by author Linda Genazzo. This real-life account of raising a child with autism from birth to adulthood takes you on a journey of compassion, love and hope as it tells the incredible story of a devoted family and their beloved daughter. Together they faced adversity and never stopped believing they would find the help they were seeking A breast cancer survivor, Linda Genazzo has a giving heart. With a background in social work with the mentally ill and the homeless, Linda continues to help families in her community. And her book, My Dreams, My Challenges and Joys, brings greater awareness to autism and those families in need. To purchase your copy, visit www.lindagenazzo.com. It's also available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Don't delay. Get your copy today. Jenny Friend is a licensed marriage and family therapist and a certified clinical sexologist, commonly known as a sex therapist, with over 30 years of experience in the field of sexuality. She's been a researcher and teacher and is further trained in human development over the lifespan. She's also a published author and a radio personality. Her specialized training in lifespan developments means she can help individuals, couples, and families through difficult developmental phases. Her primary ways of working are through the tools of cognitive, behavioral, and psychoenergetics theories and techniques. Couples, individual men and women, and families are also welcome. She can meet in her office in Costa Mesa, California, or on the Internet through Skype at JennyFriendMFT. Call 714-210-9200. You can also send an email from her website at www.centerforclarity.org. That phone number
3: again is 714-210-9200. All right. Welcome back to The Way of Energy, how emotional energy guides the way we live our lives. I'm your host, Ken Lee, and you are listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. If you'd like to be a part of the discussion, you can call in using 866-451-1451. Please grab a pen. Here's the number again, 866-451. Four five one one four five one. Now, before we went on break, we were talking about my basic analysis of conservative. And now let's finish that up. Now, here are some core thoughts that conservatives have. One is, I forgive you. Uh, God offers us free will uh, to live as we choose. Um, Life is what you make it. You can create a purpose for your life and live it with the right connections. I will overcome each hurdle, have a good plan, but only if you're sure it will work. Uh, Everyone is different, and that's okay. What I can't see can't hurt me. They, They think I'm in control of my life, and I know how to play the game. And I'm sure I can convince them to see it my way. They like to persuade people. My view of life and those in it are completely up to me. People are generally good, they just don't know any better. And the past is not important., uh, let's live for today. This is uh, usually said by them, but not really believed wholeheartedly. And they believe that I can do better. and it's uh, and in the workplace, at the lowest ranges of this level, they rationalize conflict with others to be able to maintain the peace and continue to be productive. They like maintaining peace. At the high ranges, they actively seek to repair damaged relationships and conflict with others. Now, in personal relationships, there is a certain dance between them and their partner. And though each understands their roles, they really don't understand the other person. So, they try to fix the other person instead of trying to grow together. Leaders at level three resonate with anabolic energy. They are positive and productive, living in a world of solutions instead of problems. So, regardless of what personality or style any particular leader may have, the key component to success is attitude. Leaders who resonate at this level handle people in situations much differently than their catabolic colleagues. Instead of being caught up in reacting to emotions, these leaders know how to work with emotions to manage them within themselves and others. When a crisis or challenge arises, they will move to resolve it confidentially and tactfully, responding with logic instead of reacting with emotion. Now, the advantages of level three energy for leaders is that they don't allow other people to stand in the way of what they want. Their ability to avoid, block, and or release negati- the negativity of others and the ability to engage others with promises helps them lead their organizations. Now, some disadvantages of this, this level of energy in leaders is that they are manipulative, self-concerning. And hopes and promises are not given from the heart but from the head. They're not concerned if things don't go or work out the way that they wanted to because they did their best. And every failure is an opportunity to learn. Now, people who resonate around level three are valuable to organizations. They are good teammates and are often interested in taking the responsibility to get things done. They want to be accurate because it's important to be right. But there's less need to be right at level three than being at level two. They don't beat themselves up as much if wrong because being wrong is an opportunity to learn something new. Level three organizations attempt to utilize instead of use their personnel. People are considered assets, not liabilities. They are people with lives, not machines to be used and tossed away. Level 3 organizations always look for ways to incorporate staff talents with company needs. They place the best talent where it is best where it can best be utilized. These organizations are more visible in the marketplace because they reach out to create awareness of who they are and what they do. The internal politics of these entrepreneurs will consider the needs of the, ploy- the employees as well as the company in their decisions. When the people are happy, the company is happy. All, although there is a low level of communication between leaders and staff, it is understood that leaders are available should the need arise. Overall, the sentiment in this kind of organization is calm peaceful, with a focus on meeting short-term goals. Okay. So that's the, that's what the energy love, the energy leadership manual says. So, but what do you think? If you'd like to be part of this discussion, call me at 866-451-1451. Grab a pen. Here's the number again. It's 866-451-1451. Now, looking at this analysis, I can see how conservatives are a level three. It's about it's about in the middle, nice and calm, not making waves with other people. They don't feel the need to cause co- any conflict, but want what is right for them first. A political party member that comes to mind is the president. When he makes a deal, he tries to make it a win-win, but he has to win first, similar to what he says about NAFTA. He's not opposed to it. He just says it's a bad deal. He's not opposed to the United Nations. He just wants the United – he just feels that the United States is getting a bad deal uh, with that relationship. So – and his view on immigration, and he's not opposed to legal immigration. He only wants what's best for the United States. The deal he wants to make with Congress puts the United States uh, as an entity first, which is I win. And he wants to create a pathway for other people already here, you win. Most of all, um, he wants to secure the border and stop the flow of illegals across the border. So my final analysis of conservatives is a three plus six. Now, right now, we're going to take a break. And when we get back, I'll give you my final thoughts on conservatives. I'm Ken Lee. And you are listening to The Way of Energy on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'll be right back. For over 50 years, Evelyn
0: Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stipoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net.
2: Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that, reduce your stress, plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness for those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care, or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic body work, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219 1380
3: Welcome back to The Way of Energy, how emotional energy guides the way we live our lives. I'm your host, Ken Lee, and you are listening on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Hey, I want to remind everyone to check out my my uh, Way of Energy Facebook page, like it, and leave a comment. That would be much appreciated. And I also want to let you know that at the end of March, I will be launching my Virtual Women's Leadership Summit. Now, I have interviewed women professionals from all over the world. They have some amazing success stories, and I know that you'll love to hear them. So keep a lookout for the interview times and dates. Also, check out my website, Traumanon.com. That is T-R-A-U-M-A-N-O-N.com. There, you can get a free copy of my book, Combat Lifesaver for the Mind. It's a practical guide to walk your way out of depression. If you uh, if you know of anyone who seems to be stuck in the dumps, that's just a good guide to help them get out of it. Now, my final thoughts uh, about conservatives. Um, if, if it is possible— They would like everyone to win because they know deep down we are all connected. They love it when things work together and run smoothly. They want the world to be one yet fearless in their individuality. And they seek wisdom and the ability to access intuition and focus on the wholeness of everything. Above all, they want joy and joy for all. Uh, transmitting at the predominant level three, they can be trusted to help you become successful. But keep in mind, they want to ensure their success first. So please visit my Facebook page and let me know what you think about the show. Now, of course, we always must consider our education and viewpoint as we evaluate our world at, for proper responses. We must also consider our energy level And emotional tone at the time of our experiences, too. All of these things must be considered when responded to any situation. If you don't, you could fall into witch hunts and following rumors to identify your truth. And truth is never inflated with verbs or adjectives, it is statements of what is. Now, we live in a world where it seems the media is designed to keep us in a state of confusion, anger, and fear. But we can free ourselves from these illusions as we learn how emotional energy influences our lives. Most of the information transmitted through the media is actually projections cast from the observer. It is their point of view and not the subject they are referring to. We have examined details from various social and current events and discovered the emotional tone of many involved. For some, this knowledge may be difficult to accept, but I believe by revealing the emotional components of the events, will be empowering to the benefit of all humanity. Emotional energy is a big part of our understanding of our world, and opening our eyes to it can help us uncover something inside us, perhaps a strength we didn't know we had and insights never, that never came to us before. Understanding gives us the courage to evaluate our beliefs in a way that can open the door for positive change, not just for us personally, but across all human dynamics. Now, we are meaning-making machines. Our lives are empty and meaningless. Consider making it a habit of fulfilling your life with meanings of love and light. Please look for me on Facebook as the at the way of energy and remember in march i will be launching my virtual women's leadership summit i have interviewed women professionals from all over the world and they have some of the most amazing stories thank you for listening and i hope to see you again next week when we will analyze another exciting event we're going to look at the way of being of liberals I think you'll like it. I'm Ken Lee. Love and light.
2: This has been The Way of Energy with Ken Lee. The key to success is applying the optimal solution without violating the rights of others. This idea creates a win-win situation across the greatest number of dynamics. So join Ken each week here on The Way of Energy.